Coastone Podcast. I want to welcome everyone to the uh, Coach Stone Podcast. This is episode four of the uh, podcast. I have a very special guest, a very good friend of mine, too. Well, I hope he's a good friend of mine. Uh, but uh, what I want to do is, um, before I start and introduce my guest, I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast, one, two, and three, and you can go back and listen to them all. I also want to thank uh, JC Hawks Radio and JC Sports Network for uh, talking to me and doing this. Uh, with my listeners, remember the game plan of the uh, podcast is very simple. We'll have a pregame introduction with our guests at this uh, soon, and then we will have a kickoff question. After the kickoff question, we will have a first drive question. After the first drive question, we'll have we'll take a halftime break or a water break. After that, we will then do come back from the halftime, get a kick return question for our guests. Then we'll get a second drive for the guests for our questions. When we come back from halftime, we will have a kick return question, and then we'll also have a second drive question for our guest, and then we'll have a two-minute warning where our guest will give us a little insight, coaching insight, coaching uh, speech to let our viewers listen to and take away from that, and then we'll have an end of a game, and that'll be the game over, and if we have to go to overtime, we will. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Coach Charlie Coiner, the creator of First Down Playbook. Coach, are you there? I am. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? How you doing, man? What's going on? Well, just drawing some football plays and keeping everything in the road. I hear you. Okay, so let's do this. When when you when you say your name, if they don't know, uh, hopefully a lot of people, and I do know this because I use it, with first down playbook, I think it's awesome and everything. But with our game plan and our pregame, Charlie, can you explain to our listening audience, like give us a little rundown of your bio and things like that. So if someone doesn't never heard of you, please inform them. Okay. Well, I started coaching back in uh, 1983. I was uh, at Appalachian State and was fortunate enough to get on staff as a volunteer uh, coach with Mac Brown. So I was really fortunate. Of course, you know the world didn't know who Mac Brown was at the time, but. Um, he was a young 30-year-old coach that had just gotten a head job at Appalachian State, and um, I happened to be in grad school there, actually working in the physical education department uh, with a uh, graduate assistantship, but always knew that I had a yearning to coach football and um, walked into his office and got an opportunity to you know, coach, and um, that's where it all started. I was at Appalachian um, through his tenure, which was only one year before he took off to uh, Oklahoma, and you know the rest is kind of history with him. But at that point, I ended up um, staying with Sparky Woods uh, for a period there, and then uh, kind of got on the carousel. And I, I don't want to bore everybody with the whole litany of the where all have been, but it went through Minnesota, and uh, you know ended up going uh, down through Tennessee, a couple places, Austin P. State, Vanderbilt. Uh, I ended up out in Texas a couple times, um, and then Louisville. Uh, I'm just giving you the highlights: uh, LSU, uh, North Carolina, Tennessee. So, uh, and then I eventually I, I met a, a coach at the um, at Vanderbilt, who is one of my best friends, uh, John Shoup, who 
a lot of the uh, people in Chicago will remember, but uh, John gave me an opportunity to come work for the Bears with, uh, as his uh, quality control coach when he was the offensive coordinator. So I worked there with him and um, Dick Duran. And then um, after we were let go, uh, I actually moved out of the office at Chicago. And um, Jerry Angelo uh, contacted me and asked me if I would be interested in coming back as a special teams assistant. And uh, I, I did that and was fortunate enough to get to work with uh, lovey staff of Dave Tobe, who uh, you know, Dave is now probably the premier special teams coach in the NFL. And uh, I did that, but then Coach Duran had an opportunity at Buffalo uh, and uh, asked me if I would <clears throat> come back there and coach or come back to there and coach the uh, tight ends. And I had a yearning to get back on offense, so I, I did that with him for four years. And then at that point, when we uh, let go at Buffalo, uh, it's kind of when this journey started with First Down Playbook. Uh, I really didn't know much about technology at all, but what I did know was that I was really, really frustrated in the fact that I'd coached nearly 30 years, and when we would be in a staff meeting or we would be, uh, you know, wherever, talking about football plays, and somebody would say, well, how'd you do it at LSU? How'd you do it at Louisville? How'd you do it at this place? I'd go back in my office and I would dig around and try to find an answer. Uh, and I might, you know, have books for 30 years. You've got books a little bit everywhere in your office and at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might find it there or I might find it at home. Um, but long story short, when I did find it, I'd come back the next day with it and, and the coordinator would look at me like, dude, I figured that out last night. I know what we're doing now. And so <clears throat> anyway, I, with being out of football, for what I thought would be a year, I started just trying to get all of my football ideas organized in one area to where essentially instead of going digging through boxes of books and, and having to carry around boxes of books throughout the country, what I would be able to do is I would be able to get on a computer and quickly go find um, you know, what I'd done. And so that's where it started. One thing led to another. I had a couple of friends look at me and tell me, you know, you could – release uh you could create an app that would do that would be helpful to coaches and so we went from that to um uh ended up uh with the website that we have now that we launched in 2015 january 2015 what what we realized was this we kept trying to we kept trying to specialize in what we were doing for football coaches meaning we had a drop back passing game app and then you know a lot of the coaches came to us and said you know, that's great, but our quarterback is a youth quarterback, and he can't throw it from here to that door, so that doesn't help us. Mm-hmm. So then then we did a youth app, and um, and that was fine, but, but, you know, the varsity guys were then like, yeah, well, you know, you've got to do a little bit more here, and we did a special teams app. But finally we, we came to the conclusion, <clears throat> and um, around, like I said, January 15th of 2015, we launched a comprehensive website, and, and that will become a, a mobile application at some point in time. But our idea was that to try to create a website where there's one place to where regardless if you coach youth, uh, high school, college, even in the NFL, to where you can actually go to find football ideas. And, and it might be a tackle, it might be flag, it, it might be whatever. The, the idea was that it's like Dick's Sporting Goods Store. Once you go in the Dick's Sporting Goods Store, you go over here for tennis rackets, you go over here for basketball, go back in the back corner for ski, you know, whatever. But we organized this playbook uh, in, that, in, in that manner, meaning that 
we tried to get it to where regardless of what you were looking for football-wise, it was in there, uh, and we had to get you to the right area. Now, <clears throat> it's a work in progress. We, um, since January the 15th of uh, 20, excuse me, January 15th of 2015, we add content three times a week, and uh, it's constantly growing. Uh, but it's, it, it's over 33,000 football plays, defenses, and special team schemes in there right now, and, uh, and also flag stuff. And we've got coaches uh, not only all over the country, we've got coaches all over the globe that use it. Yeah, I saw the uh, thing. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. You're, you're the official playbook resource of two countries right now. Is that correct? We are. Uh, we, we've been fortunate enough to develop a relationship with USA Football, and uh, that's helped us particularly in the youth market because there are, there are a lot of, um, a lot of uh, coaches in the youth level that, let's face it, I mean, coaching football is not their, not their day job. Their, um, their day job might be a little bit of anything, but at the same time, if they don't have a, um, you know, if they, if they don't have some resource to help them coach and they can't coach, their kid might not be able to play football. So um, that, that's kind of the way we serve them, meaning it's a quick way to get inside of our playbook and get to the youth section and bam, here's a bunch, here's uh, split backs, here's wishbone, here's a, a very simple version of spread, and here are our plays. And, and what we do differently with first down playbook is this, uh, and, and, and this was me just with a coaching background. I, after getting out of coaching, you know, I, I did get on the Internet some and start looking around at, at what was out there. And, and typically what I found was, and what we found was that you would see a – sometimes you would see just an absolute disastrous uh, example of football, meaning that it was not sound. Um, it was – you know, there, there's, no, there's no filter. If you want to get on the Internet and put your play on there, you can do that. Uh, so – you would see some stuff that was really bad and, and even at times dangerous to, to run that play. So that would be one of the things we would see. And then we would also see um, what, what we would see is like a, a play drawn up against one defense. And mm-hmm. that play would be drawn up. You'd, you'd be running the power against a 4-3, two high safeties, which obviously anybody who's coached football understands the numbers are pretty favorable for the offense there, but nobody ever did the detail of like, well, what if they drop the safety down strong or weak and, you know, load the box on you? What, any, any of those complicated things that, that's really football. And the same thing with defense. You would see a defense drawn up against the perfect formation, but with no detail at all to what if they, what if they came out in a three-by-one instead of a two-by-two two or a two-back. Mm-hmm. So um, we challenged ourselves to, to – at all levels, uh, and, and I'm going back to the USA Football, Football Canada uh, relationships that we have, what we try to do is, particularly at the younger levels, when we draw a football play up on the offensive side, we try to block it up against five or six different fronts or d- defenses. And I say fronts when I'm talking about youth football, yeah. because typically you're going to be playing man coverage, and you know, you're not going to get real tricky with quarters or oh, halves. Yeah. You know, we can't play quarters in uh, youth football. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, not, not saying you can't. Just saying they, just saying they probably don't. But uh, so we, so yeah, we, you know, we. Uh, but the fronts are, you know, the thing that I saw was that all these youth coaches were going out there and 
they were drawing up their uh, play against a 5-3 or 6-2. Well, you know, you're the guard, and, and you've been practicing all week against a 5-3 and, and have nobody over top of you, and all of a sudden you jump in the game with a 6-2, and there's this cat lined up right over top of you, and he's looking at the coach like, this is not what we've been doing. We, you know, we, we said that in order to really help coaches, we had to give them the ability not only uh, to see all the things that could happen to them, but also make it intuitive as far as how you navigate through the website. So we created drop-down uh, selections of the defense, and, and then when we were talking about the <clears throat> defensive side of it, we did the same thing. We are like, okay, this is what it looks like versus a two-back uh, set, and this is what it looks like versus a two-by-two two and a three-by-one, and, and here's the adjustments to motion. And, uh, so, so, yeah, from a, from a youth standpoint, we keep it very simple because we, we do understand that the quarterback is a different bird than what you're playing with in high school and definitely college. Um, now, as it gets to the high school part of it, and USA football has, uh, you know, migrated a little bit over into the high school area, uh, and, and they're trying to do more and more, I think. But the thing that we tried to do there <clears throat> is the same thing, but now you're going to get into, uh, okay, so you're running that play, and we'll, we'll draw it up against the two deep, but we'll also draw it up against a strong roll or a weak roll. And, uh, all the things that, that could happen to them. And so we're trying to be detailed. We give coaching points with everything we do. Um, if we draw up an offensive play, we give assignments for every player. We give our version of the coaching points. And, and Anthony, that only goes so far because we don't know your personnel. Correct. We don't know, yeah, that's, um, that's a very good point there. Yeah. Um, we, we, uh, we, we, we say that right up front. You know, we give a, we give a read on a pass play. We, we might say, read this, why – Y to Z to H. Well, that's perfect, but unless your X is a, you know, is a stud and they're going to play man coverage on him, then you better alert that X and throw the go route. Uh, so, so anyway, we, we try not to act like we have all the answers. You know, you made a great point. Your, 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 your program, First Down Playbook, is like Dick's Sporting Goods. You, you made it so you can go here, go there to get stuff. You know, I, I don't mean maybe Dick's will sponsor the podcast or First Down Playbook if they haven't sponsored your stuff yet, though. <laughs> But um, the one thing I, I did take from your – when you were talking about how, like, you would say you did this for them and then more coaches would come. It's kind of like a teacher, right? You can't make everybody happy. You, you, right. you help one person and then people are wanting more stuff. So, Coach, that's great and everything. Before we go to our kickoff question, can you please tell everybody, like, you have about, I want to say, almost 45,000 followers on Twitter. Do you mind, like, sharing your Twitter and then also – uh, the first down, the first question will be something about your company, First Down Playbook. We'll, we'll dive into that, like where to go on the website with that. But could you first give me your Twitter for um, First Down Playbook? Absolutely. It's at uh, F, the letter F, D, and then Playbook, P-L-A-Y-B-O-O-K. Yep. And what I, what I tell my viewers now, if you've never heard of First Down Playbook, definitely go to it at F the playbook because like I see Charlie on here he's like even actually like doing videos and things like that and that's awesome for teachers you know you can go to clinics you can go to conferences and things like that you know but like they're giving you step by step right there you know it, it's with the digital world like he just said earlier it would be great if you can just buy a pass and Charlie this is what we got to do we got to be like Shark Tank right now so if anybody steals our idea <laughs> We're going to have to, like, get, like, 5% each. Well, you, you can get 20, I'll take 30. 
or whatever, or 21. <laughs> there you go. Um, I hear you. Imagine doing an online conference, a coaching clinic, all online. So you don't even have to leave the house. You know, you still go and network, right? And that's going to be one of my questions later on. But if you couldn't do it because you have a kid or you just had, your wife just had a kid or you're sick, you got the flu or something and you can't make it, that would be something cool where it pretty much lets you go to that room and you can watch that coach. I don't know if you like that idea, but that's something that I always thought would be kind of really awesome to do. Well, I, I do like the idea. And, and the, the, Twitter, the Twitter following has been, um, it's been a, a, amazing. To, to be honest, I mean, um, the, we, I, I, don't, I don't even know if you can do this. I don't know if you can buy Twitter followers, but we have not. <laughs> we, we, we have 45,000, you're right, nearly 45,000 Twitter followers, and the reason we have them is purely because of the content. In other words, um, I figured out, I'm, you know, I'm not real smart. Um, I'm a football coach, but I, I figured out real early in this that our, our secret sauce, if it's a secret or whatever, is that we have football plays, lots of them, and people like football plays. And um, so that's the way, you know, we, we do. We, we try to keep in touch with uh, football coaches. We follow a lot of football coaches. We, you know, we can't follow everybody, but I'll skim through it and, you know, you get trends. But, but yeah, that, our Twitter following is, is, is a large uh, part of our success, and, and the reason that we've got as many as we do followers is that they people love football plays. And um, and I don't know if this is the right time to talk about it or not, but your idea, Anthony, is is definitely uh, something that we've thought about. We have a uh, what we call a coaches community site, and if anybody's out there and wants to write this down, uh, they should. Um, I, I mean, I'm almost. If I'm going to sell, I'll, I'll tell you where our, our play website is later. But this is not mm-hmm. selling because it's free. There's a website out there that we put something on every single day, and it's absolutely free, no charge. And it's at no charge. Free. No charge. Free, absolutely right? free. Yep. Okay, so it's I absolutely like free. free. I like absolutely. free. The, the, the world likes free. That's why yeah. this, uh, this website has really taken off. Um, and, and it's good because we get to tell people about what we're doing on the play website. But if you go to blog dot first down app dot com um, then th- this is what you're going to find free stuff every day and actually hold on let me let me make sure I'm giving you the right deal here it's blog spelled b-l-o-g it's at actually it's blog dot first down playbook dot com got it b-l-o-g dot first down play spell out the first f-i-r-s-t down playbook dot com if you go there you're going to see a big picture of Mike Singletary. It'll be the first thing that you see. But as you scroll down, you're going to see where every single day uh, somebody goes on there. A lot of times it's me. And we'll, you know, blog is a big word. Uh, I, I call blogging three or four paragraphs because I know typically I'm not going to write anything more than three paragraphs that people are interested in reading. But mm-hmm. we, do a, we do a lot of what you're talking about. A lot of what you're seeing on Twitter is on there also. and We have videos. And we'll pick out a topic, um, you know, we might just talk about why it's important to jam a receiver at the line of scrimmage. We might talk about uh, why it's important uh, to, to get your back on the right side of protection, you know, and also be able to tie it into the concept. Just little things, and uh, that has been a huge success for us, uh, that website. And, and obviously what we also do on that website is we, 
we talk a lot about what we're doing on uh, firstdownplaybook.com, the, the regular site, and which is, you know, once again, you know, 33,000 plays, but you do have to pay uh, after a week free uh, trial on that website. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, you know, by going with that block thing, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but those must be awesome coaches, because I know you get awesome coaches to write blogs for you. I don't know any, any that have written blogs for you, but I know they're all awesome. I bet. Yeah, we 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 do. The, well, the, the 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 here's the deal, and and it's, you know, we're, I'm I'm, I'm fortunate. I mean, I have. I have been. I was. I just told you about how my coaching career started. Okay. Well, the, one of the first, maybe the first guy I met was Mac Brown. I mean, that's a good start <laughs> from yeah, a standpoint a start. of right. From a standpoint of of getting in a you know they say coaching tree or a family. And so yeah, I, I have. I am very lucky and very fortunate uh, to know a lot of people who have been very successful in the football world. Um, and so, yeah, to, to be able to lean on them, to be able to have them to, to blog or have input, that helps. And, and I'll be completely candid with the listeners right now. Um, there's no arrogance coming here at all. My, my coaching career was spanned 30, 30, 31 years, all right, so nine of it in the NFL and the rest of it in college football. Well, when I, when I went down this road, uh, and started trying to help coaches, and I, and I do believe we do as good a job as anybody of, of actually helping people who want to coach. But I, but I had to take a, you know, I had to take a step back and and take a big teaspoon or or shovel of humility too, because I went and I looked at who we were actually trying to help. Okay, youth coaches and high school coaches, and I had to be honest with myself: how much wing tea have you ever run, buddy? You know, in in major college football or the NFL, how how you know how much uh, of, of uh, flex bone? How much of you know? There was a ton of stuff that uh, I had to go and, and study. And but the thing about it is, is that two things. One is I've got a very diverse background in football, meaning I worked on offense, defense, and special teams, and. I, if I don't know football from the standpoint of all three phases, then my life's pretty much been a waste because that's all I've done with it, right? Since I, you know, since I graduated from uh, really um, college, so it's allowed me to first of all, there's not a whole lot I can't look out, look into, and and if I don't already know it, I can learn it. And then yeah. the other thing is that I've got a pretty good rolodex of, hey what are they doing with this quarter's coverage here? It looks, a, you know, it looks a little different than anything I've ever done. And I can pick the phone up and call some people, rather it be at whatever level, NFL, college, or high school, and they'll get on the, they'll get on the phone with me, get on the screen share and go, no, this is what they're doing. You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're making it look like this. They're, they're playing trap on the backside or whatever. So um, <clears throat> that, that's good. It's, it's good. I, once again, I'm, I'm humble from the standpoint of we, we don't have all the answers over here. I promise you that much. But I'll also say, <laughs> nice. if, you, if, you, if you run into anybody that says they do, uh, keep keep moving and run fast because they're they're uh, they're they're selling you down the river on something. Okay, awesome. So let's go with the kickoff, coach. Okay, kickoff question. Here we go. The kickoff question is this. Okay, why you've already like pretty much touched base on the first down playbook. You know the the viewers now know that. You know, hey, we're talking to a former NFL special teams coach and a, a former NFL tight ends coach, 
you're on Coach Mac Brown's coaching tree, you know, it's huge. Explain to the audience, give them your website now, and, and I know you already did about the blogs, you know, but give them your website, and you already explained about 33,000 plays, but I, I do like the one thing you said earlier. You said there's a 10-day free trial, a 10-day free trial. So, like, go into that, and then if you don't mind, I mean, you don't have to touch all bases because you already explained a little bit about your company. But, like, you know, tell them about, you know, is there any way they can get discounts, free membership, like you said, 10 days, um, and what's new on the horizon? The the main core website of what we do is called firstdownplaybook.com, and it's spelled out F-I-R-S-T, playbook.com. First Down Playbook is a, it's a reference tool with over 33,000 football plays, offense, defense, special teams, uh, youth, flag, uh, you name it. And, and as I mentioned earlier, what we do with a football play is a little bit different than what we've seen elsewhere, where we go in and we detail the play out as far as how it's blocked up, coaching points and, and all that. What we also do with the website is we, we organize it to where if a youth coach gets in there, we can get them over to where they need to be. They don't need to be looking at the same plays that, you know, some of my buddies are looking at um, that coach in the NFL that, that use it as a reference tool, you know, to, to bounce off of one another and get ideas. So we, we try to get you where you need to be very quickly, offense, defense, special teams. So uh, once you get inside of there, the, the uniqueness doesn't really stop there because once you find the play that you want, you can actually you know, save that play to your favorites. You can move it over into your playbook. You can, uh, you know, cre- you can create a best third down plays, best plays to get the ball to my tight end, best defenses to stop the spread. Uh, best kickoff returns versus uh, corner kick. You can organize the plays over in your playbook area the way you want to organize them. So you can, once you get a, you can email these plays to um, the kids on your team. You can um, print the plays out. We have a lot. Of, we have a lot of coaches that simply take our plays. And what they'll do is they'll use them to run against their offense or against their defense because, you know, they're drawing up really it, – it'll save a coach a ton of time to, to not have to uh, start from scratch and do everything from, you know, drawing the center on out. So we help the coaches there a lot. We also – once you get a playbook made, it's an automatic PowerPoint. Forever and ever, when I was in the NFL and college, oftentimes I was the guy that had to take whatever meeting we were going to install – and create a PowerPoint so the coordinator could get up in front of the group and talk about what we were going to run that day. Well, we, we created a first-down playbook in a way that when you move a play over into a playbook, let's say you move 10 plays, all you can do at that point is open that playbook up, reorder those plays, and tap one button, and you're automatically into a slideshow. You don't even have to create a PowerPoint. So we, we were thinking down the road a lot, Anthony, when we did this, meaning that we – we have a vision of where this should go or where it can go. Um, we don't. We don't ever want to quit being a reference tool for coaches mm-hmm. because um, we think that we think at some point in time that that and it's already getting there to where coaches who go in and Google Wing T or Google um, you know best 
plays versus cover six or, or quarters coverage or quarter quarter halves, we think that at some point they're just going to come to first down playbook and, and look there because they understand that there's going to be some version of it in there. So that that is our that is right now what we uh, serve the public with at all levels. We're a reference tool for coaches of all levels to come and find place. Now, um, <clears throat> the way they can do it, we, we understand that, you know, you, you better let people actually come and shop around a little bit. So we allow people to go to our website, which once again is firstdownplaybook.com. If you go to firstdownplaybook.com and go to sign up, you will see that we have two memberships. You can get a, a year membership, which costs $99, um, and you can get a monthly membership, which some of the youth coaches use because they, they may only use it two months out of the year, for $29. And so we offer a free week membership to anybody that comes. You know, you get one free week. You don't um, – you can't come back later and get another free week and all that, but – what you can do is go and sign up, and you get one free week. We don't charge you uh, until one week is up. If you cancel your subscription before one week is up, then we don't charge you. Uh, but if you come back in six months and sign up, then you're immediately charged. So that, mm -hmm. to us, we thought that was a fair way of a week is a lot of time to be able to go in there and, and actually see what we have to offer. If it's not for you, uh, no harm, no foul. You know, just cancel the subscription and. Um, you know, we'll we'll keep getting more and more content in there. To at some point, it will be for you. But um, that's the way that you access First Down Playbook right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, uh, the, I'm sorry because you asked me something earlier. Um, we 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 have never taken this to high school staffs before uh, until never. 2018. We just okay. haven't because. Here's here's what first down play. I've, I've been telling you what first down playbook is. What first down playbook is not right now is that when you get a play from first down playbook, it's a what they call a PNG, meaning it is a static play that cannot be altered. You can't take the quarterback. If you look at a play like I really love this play, I can't take that quarterback and move him from under the center to gun. I can't take the mm -hmm. tight end and move him from the next to the tackle out. Uh, what you see is what you get. You can edit the play name, but you cannot edit the play yet. So we've, we've known for a long time that the progression would be to, at some point, we were going to have to hand the chalk back to the coaches or to the customer or to the user, however you want to phrase it, and allow them to take our play content and edit it either however slightly or however much they want it to and, and call it their own. So that is the process that we're going through right now. We're in development stages with that. Uh, we don't have a release date on it. But <clears throat> what I felt like going into 2018 was, after multiple meetings with, with our staff, was we felt like there was enough content in First Down Playbook right now, and it's only been verified with our conversations over the past really month and a half with high school coaches as they look at it. We 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 felt like that there was enough content in there to help a high school coach as it is. And with the promise of developing an editing tool down the road, we could actually take this finally for the first time and offer it to a football staff. And so what we've done is this, and, and, and I've, we're working very hard to make the, 
to make the message simple. You know, because we, we, we've sat down over the past week and go, we need, we need to make sure we're not complicating this. But essentially, we're selling a lot of individuals at $100 a year, which is $8.33 a month, which is a, a heck of a deal for as much content as you have. In that, that's cheaper than Netflix. It's um, yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Netflix it can be more entertaining, but but um, but, but anyway, you know, if, as, if you think about it, you know, if you're a football coach, right, and your your wife and you're married and your wife's watching a show you don't want, you could just turn on your phone or your laptop or your iPad, look at this. And the one thing I like about First Down Playbook, and I don't mean to to your own, I don't mean to like try to sell your product for you, Charlie, is well, you're talking about your plates, you even have the capability, like, say, hey, I got this plate, and you can flip it. Right. You know, and the other thing I like is, like, especially for youth coaches out there, okay, I'm telling you now, youth coaches, if you get a chance, go to firstdownplaybook.com. He even has a thing where if you just go to an offense, like a double wing or whatever you want to run, and he has a play in there for you, he has it even, like, you can, he'll block it for you for different defenses, so, like, I'm looking at a 6-2, and then I go to a 4-4 split and double wing. You have it all there for him. It's like it's a playbook right there for you. And I think that's what's really awesome, too, about your product. And, 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 and I appreciate you saying that. And, and as a reference to what that's where we were with it from the standpoint of uh, we, we've always felt like for a youth coach it, it was a no-brainer. I mean, to, to, to be able to, to go get that information – and not have to leave your home. Uh, let's face it, youth coaches don't go to clinics like high school coaches do. But even, you know, what we came to the conclusion of, Anthony, is that um, this winter, like we, we're talking a lot about it on Twitter and all social media and, and our email list, is that you're going to go to I've, – I've attended and spoken to many uh, high, school, high school clinics, and, and they're good, let's face it. But you go and – You've got four speakers going at the same time. Well, unless you're uh, different than any of the people I know, you can't be but at one of them at, at one time. And so mm-hmm. you're going to maybe go over a period of two or three days. You're going to attend, if you're de- devoted to it, then you're going to maybe attend eight of them. And so with First Down Playbook, you know, we look at the, at the cost of going to a clinic, of traveling to a clinic, of getting the hotel room for two nights. And I know you will be piling in the room with your buddies and, and all that. Yeah, you always have exactly, to, right? You right, well, you, exactly. But, you, but you're going to eat and you're going to drink. You know, you're going to have some drinks with your buddies and all that. So it, it's, it's hard to go It's hard to go to a coaching clinic. Absolutely. Nothing any stronger than that. Right. And at the end of the day, you're going to come back and your wife's going to look at the credit card. She will go like, that was $250 you just spent. And you were gone another weekend and it's not even football season. So to, to, to me, I look at First Down Playbook and go, here is a walking clinic, a living clinic that, that lives in your phone, on your tablet, and on your uh, laptop and desktop that comes to you 365 days of the year, you know, 24-7. And you have the ability to not only go in and see the plays and see different football and get to what you want, is that you also have the ability to, you know, well, I don't know what your notes look like when, when you go to the clinic. I take them. I try to keep up. And, I, you know, I start off, and they're really neat. By the time I get to, like, the fourth lecture, I'm scribbling. I get home. I have to can't even read what I wrote. 
But you know, all of the one thing with that, I would say with that with coaches, if you do go to a clinic, have your iPad, because everyone has an iPad nowadays, right, or a tablet. Right. I videotape it, and I try to take notes because I have a, an app called Notability, and I think I, I should get a sponsorship for this, right? But Notability <laughs> no will, let you, well, yeah, right, will let you record the app. I mean, it'll let you record while you're typing like a like a, just a regular um, like a Word document, and then you can also dry erase on that document too. And then you can even insert a picture too. So you take a picture of that clinic of the screen you want, you know, then you can boom, do that and put that on there. But that's what I've been using ever since probably, um, I want to say 2008, 2009, but it's a notability app. It's like 999. It's, it's what I, I love it. I use it for teaching, use it for coaching and use it for everything. That sounds like a heck of a deal. And, and yeah, it, like I said, there's, Depending on how disciplined you are and devoted you are with it, and, and Anthony, you know that you're on the way upper end of that. But well, thank um, you, Isaac, for that. But but even but even looking at it that way, like I said, we, we let's let's look at this week. I mean, this week we're releasing two back slot pass plays. Uh, all of them have coaching points, and we're um, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, we're we're adjusting one of the three four uh, pressures that we put in last week to tight end trades, and then. At the end of the week, and this this comes directly from what the high school coaches have told us they want, we're we're going to start uh, delving into goal line unbalanced fronts and runs. Ooh, I love that. it. I love yeah, so, so and, and 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 that's the one thing. You know, going back to what I said a little bit ago, we've learned. We're listening to the we're listening to the coaches because they're starting to go in and go. We love this. We'd like you to do the same thing for this, and so. Um, that that's that's where we are right now and, and back to the high schools what what we've done is this and i think this is important uh if, if you're out there listening and you're and you are a high school coach this is important to understand we we're calling the current version that we have where you cannot edit the plays we're calling it 1.0 in other words it's it's the reference tool so we uh going into 2018 what we have done is we have emailed every head coach in the United States a free promo code for one year to first down playbook 1.0. And I'm sure people are going like, well, what are you doing giving your product away for free if it's any good? And uh, why would you do that? How are you making any money? Well, first of all, we're selling, we're selling on the street really well. And we are selling to not everybody the head coach. I mean, there's one head coach. Correct. Most staff, say, correct. One head coach. So, but our, our thinking is this, is we want as many programs out there to, to have 1.0 in their building before we release 2.0. And uh, because we know what the narrative is. When people have 1.0, they, they look at it. I'll just take a coach last week in, from Kentucky. He looked at it for the first time, had him on the phone, trying to get to their state high school association. And he was the, the, the director of the high school association said, let this coach look at it. If he likes it, we'll put it out there. Coach looked at it. He was on the phone as we were going through it, and he's like, he said, Charlie, if you have one problem, I know what it is. And I, I'm like, oh, here we go. He said, your problem is that I'm 58 years old, and I've coached since I got out of college, and this is overwhelming me a little bit. He said, this is, this is intimidating. He said, I see how you get through it. And so I, I thought, well, you know, if, if 
if a coach being intimidated by how much football is in there is our worst problem, we were going to be all right. But he, <laughs> You're he, right. Followed, <laughs> yeah. he, he followed up by saying, I go to three clinics a year, and I've done it since I've got – like I said, I'm, I'm, he told me he said, I'm two years older than you or something like that. He said, there's more football in here than all the clinics I've ever been to. He, so we, we're hearing that type of feedback from veteran coaches who, to be quite honest, oftentimes run and you know run away from technology when they see it but we we have had a tremendous uh response from the high school coaches now we we understand that we have got to give them the ability to edit the play so what we're doing right now like i said we're we understand that if we get it out there to all the high schools at some point that they're going to look at it they're going to love it they're going to be pretty amazed at how much football is in it and then they're eventually going to go like I want to edit that play. I want to edit that defense. I want to edit that kickoff return that you just did. So that that is a good problem to have. That's a good narrative to have when your plans are to release an editing tool here within the next uh, little bit. There's the whistle. That is our that's our kickoff question, Coach. Let's go right into the first drive question, Coach. If that's okay. Now to go into the second part, like I said. We're going to need to tell it because there's got to be a sequel. If there's 1.0, you know how it is. It's like right. Guardians in the Galaxy. There's volume one, there's volume two. So I don't know if it's 2.0 or you'll, you'll tell us our viewers in a second. But the one thing I would say, too, is if you are a youth coach, high school coach, whatever, make sure you try to do the 10-day free trial if you haven't yet. If you are a high school head coach, though, in the, US, in the United States of America, please check your email. And Coach Coiner, if they did not get the email or maybe they lost it in spam, is there a way they can contact you or something, or how would that Absolutely. Work? Absolutely. No, I'm glad you asked. That's, I'm um, sorry. I, I didn't mean, I'm selling your product for you, I hope you. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, was anticipating, I was anticipating that question as we got into it. Yeah, if, if you – the first thing is, is you're looking for the email, uh, and we know it gets caught up in spam or, or a lot of coaches are just right. busy and don't get to it. But it's, it's going to come from info, I-N-F-O, at firstdownapp.com or info at firstdownplaybook.com. It'll come from one of those, one of those two uh, places. And if you did not get it and you're a head coach and you want to uh, find out how to get it, all you need to do is you need just to email us at one of those. And once again, that's info at firstdownplaybook.com or info at firstdownapp.com. Either one, we'll get it. And just say I'm a head coach at this school. Um, at the high I school, get my right? pro. High school. Yeah, that's right. a high school. All high school. High school. Okay. I just want to make uh, sure the viewers. I don't want you to get a ton of middle school coaches, a ton of grade yeah. school coaches. Be like, hey, hey, he said it. No, if, if you're listening right now, it's high school coaches. Um, right. And the coach, and, really and, quick. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I just want to get here. And here's a phone number too. And and so write this down if you. If you call this number and leave a message, uh, we'll, we'll get it to you. But our phone number at First Down Playbook is 512-814-6158, 512-814-6158, and that comes directly to our office. And, Coach, you don't mind if we post the phone number, remind all the high school coaches, uh, head coaches, um, on our like when we when we when this when this blog oh, I'm sorry blog I, I'm thinking of blogs now because you had me blogs when this podcast is uh, released you don't mind if we leave the Twitter handle the website stuff 
and all that information on there too for them to just get a one-stop shop right there. Is that okay with with you? That, that's perfect. That, no, that's perfect. And I know you know you. What we're doing right now, uh, Coach, is we are reaching out to the high school association. So let me let me take it a step further. So um, you know we we'll talk to you about the editing tool when it comes out and you know, our current version. But right now what we're also offering, we, we know that it's already happening. We're having coaches call us up and say, I, I, I like this. Obviously, I'm getting it for free, but how can I get, you know, I've got a staff of 10, 12, 15, or whatever. It's, you know, it varies from whatever oh, yeah. you're dealing Good with. Point. Good point. So what, what we're doing is we're, we're promoting a thing called a staff pack. And uh, it's this first-down playbook staff pack. And what we are doing is, Offering 15 memberships. It, it, if, it, if your staff is big and it's 16 or 17, we're not going to sweat that. But it's at least 15 memberships to First Down Playbook with the 1.0 version for $350, which is less than $25 per coach for a whole year. Now, the reason we're contacting, I'm talking to you about the state associations, is this. We have developed uh, partnerships with uh, the state association in Georgia. We've got a deal with Texas High School Football Chat, who I know, uh, Coach, you know who that is in, in Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. We are working a deal with Kentucky, North Carolina, and Virginia right now. I've had a conversation with California. Eventually, we will have someone in all 50 states, and what they are doing is we're giving them a promo code that if the, the staff goes through that, they can get the First Down Playbook staff pack for 325 and First Down Playbook will uh, donate $25 back to the, the state association that, that's sponsoring us. So we're trying to make it really easy to, yeah, to, you know, and, and then let's say that you're out there and you're going like, all right, I'm, I'm coaching out here and I've got, um, I only have eight coaches on my staff. Well, what we're telling coaches is that, you know, we all have feeder programs. And if you want to get this program out to some of your JV coaches or, or whatnot, we have no problem with that. We just we want to make it available to as many coaches that will help you and your football program as possible. I have a great now the follow up question with the question with the first drive question, Coach. A lot of places, you know, or like podcast people will say, Hey, you know, send us your you know, you like you were talking about clinics earlier. Hey, send us what you did at the clinic and we'll either get you on the show or we'll like we'll 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 take your stuff that you you took all your notes and we'll use it, right? What mm-hmm. happens is this, okay? Now, this is not a knock towards those podcasts or this or the program, but let's say I'm a high school coach or a youth coach, and I have plays I want on there. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying you're going to turn them away. Would you, would you accept those down the road, or how would that work? Yeah, well, I, I think that we already are. We, we, tell, oh, we, really? tell coach, oh, well, we tell coaches all the time, you know, we, we're going to listen to the squeaky wheel, but and we're going to be smart, and we're not putting bad football on first round playbook. That, that's no, I that's I that's I, I understand that totally because the one thing I right. see is like you, you you guys got your stuff right, and you probably have a bunch mm-hmm. of people. I'm not saying you have a bunch of people working for you, but that's a lot of plays. And I think what you're doing is you're taking suggestions, like you said earlier during the intro, the pregame. You're like we're listening to these coaches, so that's why I right. came up with that question because it seems like you're. Like anytime someone says, hey, I wish you had this or this, it's like, okay, it looks like you're adding it or it's already on that horizon. Like you said, you're adding more stuff just recently. 
We do. Trust me, the reason we worked extensively, this time last year, we were working extensively on Flexbone and Wing T. And that was purely because the coaches were, um, they were clamoring, they were clamoring for it. And so, you know, that, that's what we're doing. We're trying to listen to, to what's out there. You know, the, some of the spread stuff, to be quite frank, is, is, you know, stuff that we already had. It's just sometimes it's the tempo they run it at, and, and maybe there's little nuances about uh, their RPO. It's hard for us to replicate somebody's RPO because they're all slightly different. But the good thing about it is that when we, when we give the coaches the ability to edit the plays slightly, uh, they're going to be able to go find something that's really close to what they uh, have been doing and it's going to be sitting right there for them to make minor adjustments to. So, but to answer your question, absolutely, we, we listen, and th- that's not the problem. The problem is that um, you, we start working on offense, and the defensive guys get mad, and we start working on defense, and the special teams guys are going, what about us? And then, you know, it won't be too much longer here, and, you know, we're going to have to really turn our focus back to, to the youth. And, and, and I don't know how many flag football people we got listening to this podcast, but I'm here to tell you right now, it is absolutely blowing up in our country. Seven yeah. on seven football and flag football, uh, particularly, um, you know, with Florida playing uh, theme, the co-ed and female flag football down there with seven on seven and the new uh, flag football league that's come out in the professional ranks uh, this spring it, it is about to be huge. And, and, I'm not going to get into to why and all that, but but the one thing that I have learned is that, you know, we're we're sitting there and we we go to college, and we graduate from college, whether we play football or not. And if we play football, we play football. If we didn't. There's intramurals, but a lot of people are, you know, you're 24, 25, and you've got your sport and social club. I know there's a huge sport and social club in the in the city of Chicago. But you've got uh, that and, and just a ton of young people that want to keep playing this game. I mean, it's such a fun game to be able to drop back and throw the ball around, and uh, it's basketball and grass. And, and yeah, a lot right. of these – yeah, well, these, and these kids have come up differently than, than we did, meaning 7-on-7 was, was, was period 10 through 12 for us. Well, 7-on-7 to them has been like going out back and playing basketball. I mean, it's – it, it's what they do. So, um, you know, to have versions of seven on seven and to have flag out there uh, is just a natural. And, and the numbers are, are just blowing up across the country. So, so yeah, um, if we have a problem, it's that we have to keep everybody happy. But we, we try to do a good job of balancing that. That's awesome. There's the whistle, Coach. So now we're at halftime. Um, so let's get the marching band out there and then we're going to come back with our, um, kickoff with our kickoff return question. Okay. Okay. The big four, a physical education book written by coach Anthony stone can be purchased through the following locations, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes and Noble.com and Kobo. Brian. Dirty dollars. Hey, that's okay, Wendy. That was a good carry. You're still the man. You're the man. Latte. Four dollars. Shake it off, Johnny. Rub some dirt on it. New piano. Three thousand dollars. All right, guys. They're not saying boo. They're saying movers. 
supporting your team. Priceless. Sorry, Bobby. You still got the best arm in the neighborhood. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's MasterCard. This is VCAP, right? Okay, we're back from halftime. We're back to the Coach Stone podcast. We got Coach Charlie Coiner on the line, um, former NFL coach, former college coach. He's pretty much done it all. His, uh, his coaching tree, uh, Mac Brown is the top of his tree, and then it goes down. And then you also him with the Chicago Bears and also the Buffalo Bills. But, uh, Coach, I hope you got enough water for that halftime break. Um, the next question I have for you is this. Your, your program, First Down Playbook, it's pretty much playbook, right? And, uh, you know, not to say anything with, like, saying, like, I want to thank you for one, and that's going to be another question. But, like, you know, I wrote a, bo- a blog for you back last March about, you know, making the playbook kiss, keep it simple, stupid, or keep it small and simple, right? Mm-hmm. Explain to our viewers what you think, you know, a lot of these youth coaches nowadays, now like when we, when we played youth football, right, our coaches yelled at us, our coaches did that, but they had great FBI football intelligence, right? And I'm not saying none right. of the youth coaches today, but I'm not, I'm not saying not, not every coach in youth, we have a lot of great youth coaches, right? And I would right. love to get some of them on there because there's a lot of podcasts out there. They don't hit up the youth coaches, right? They just hit up, you know, the high school coaches or the 17-time state champion coaches. They, they want that big name, right? You know, right. even though you are a big name, I'm going to owe you a favor. I know that. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, explain to our audience the size of a playbook for every level, right? You know, in my new book I'm writing, Back to the Basics Manual, I say it like this. Your playbook should not be bigger than your age group, okay? No doubt. So if you have, if you have a nine-year-old you're teaching, you should not have 90 formations, right? There's no, no way. But there are some coaches that do. Explain to our audience what you think a good set of plays are for a youth program. Like, what's your, like, magic number if you do, if you would? That's okay. Well, <clears throat> I think that the magic numbers is going to vary. So I'm not going to put a number on it, but I will say this. I think that we get our chops busted a little bit because we have 33,000 plays, right? And so we talk a lot about the fact that we have 33,000 plays, obviously because we want to impress upon the public the, uh, the depth and the, and the scope of what we can offer. But we, we obviously don't want any team out there, whether it's the Chicago Bears or the Chicago uh, Peewees, to, to run, try to even get their brain wrapped around 33,000 plays. So the, the, the volume of plays that we have, and we talk a lot about this, the volume of plays that we have is to offer a diversity to all the different people. Once again, like I said earlier in the podcast, if you run wishbone, get over here. If you run spread, get over here. Uh, it's the old saying, um, see a little, see a lot. You know, yep. see, a, yep. you know, see, see a lot, see nothing. And so if you, if you get in there and you're over here and you're pulling plays from the wishbone and now you're over here and you're getting flexbone plays and now you're getting uh, a spread plays and, and you're, you're a three, four and you're a four, three and you're an over and like, well, you're you're going to you're 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 going to implode. So, uh, our message is get to where you need to be in first down playbook and get there quickly, and now do exactly what you're talking about. 
look at your football. Look, first of all, look at your football IQ. Look at your football background. Oh, because that's okay. if I'm good at Madden, am I a great coach? Is that no? I'm, well, I'm just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, so, I but, but that, but that's hard to do. I mean, I, I, you know, I've, once again, I've coached for 30 years and, and, and it, it is, it is so easy at every level to have too much offense or too much defense in your game plan. It's just human nature. You so know, one thing you it, said earlier, oh, coach, I'm sorry. One thing you said no. earlier is you talked about personnel too. Uh, mm-hmm. Earlier in the podcast, you said about playbooks. You need to know what personnel you have. And the one thing I like about your, your little like setup with your website, it says youth coach, click here. High school varsity coach, click here. You know, you pretty much are telling the youth coaches you're not supposed to run a varsity offense at the youth level. Does that make sense? No doubt. No, that's exactly what we're saying because we, we don't, you know, we, every one of our pass plays in the youth is, is really a three-step or, you know, it's, if, if it's a deep pass, it's a one, two, three, get the ball out down the field. Um, but, yeah, the personnel is so important. You know, we, we blog in that coaches' community site, and we, you know, as we get closer to the youth uh, area, uh, excuse me, the, the youth time of year, we spend a lot of time just helping people uh, who are coaching for the first time and, one of our first lessons is before you draw one play or take one first down playbook offensive play or one first down playbook defense, you need to look at who is going to be on your team. I mean, do you have a, do you have a bunch of small kids that can move around? Do you have a lot of bigger kids that are you know, going to be hard to move around? But look at your personnel. Do you, do you have a quarterback that can even throw it from here to that door? Um, <clears throat> and maybe you do. But I see so many, I see so many people that coach at the youth level, and they do one of two things, and, and it's it's to be understood. But they they go and they put in the offense that they know from high school, or the defense that they know from high school, when it has nothing to do with what the talent level they're they're going to be playing with, and and it ends up being disastrous. So. Um, to, to me, the personnel part of it is extremely important. And then, yes, to get back to what you asked earlier, we, yeah, try to point, we try to point out that if you're coaching a youth team, really get it down to, you know, try to get it down. And I guess I am putting the number on it. Get it down to four, maybe maybe five running plays. Because let's face it, if, you could, if you've got four running plays and you run them to the right and to the left, that's eight and the defense plays two or three fronts to it, so that's three times eight, that's 24. If you, if you actually do what the people do in the NFL level, in the college level, in the high school level, meaning create a hit chart of where your plays are going to go, meaning make sure you've got something to the weak side, make sure you have something to the strong side, make sure you have something inside, off tackle right and left and, and up the middle, and then get you a few pass plays, you're going to be fine. It's It's... It's all about, as you know, it's all about the execution of what you do. And yes. what, and, and, and you talk a lot about this, and you know, I follow what you do with your daily motivation things and all that. Um, but to me, the other thing that people say to us sometimes, they go like, well, well Coach, you've got plays, but we need to talk, you know, we, we need to teach fundamentals and, and technique. And I'm like, 
You bet. <laughs> back to the basics. And well, anyone listening, I, if you want to back to the basics, Cam, Coach Coriner just sold me. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, and it is. But and people go like, well, well, you're, but you're always talking about plays. Well, we we talk about plays because that's what we do. In other words, if you're if you're working down at uh, you know off of uh, you know Rush Street or whatever whatever job you have, and you're also coaching on the weekend. You don't have time to go looking, you know, through all this stuff. We want to make it to where you can go find the offense, the defense that you want to find, and you're not busy drawing plays and creating playbooks. So guess what you can be doing with that time? You can be actually organizing your practices to where over here we're going to teach about proper proper stance to, to get into, a proper safe stance. We're going to teach tackling over here. We're going to teach blocking over here. We're going to get back and actually be able to teach the fundamentals of the game. Now, our the the face of our company is uh, Mike Singletary, and, and obviously your audience knows very well who that is. And yeah, uh, that that's one of his big deals. Um, and, I, and one of the most one of the proudest things I am about First Down Playbook is that uh, Coach Singletary is the face of our company. But we did not go find him; he found us. He um, he he was. Uh, alerted to first down playbook and he looked at it and he pretty much uh, called me up on the phone w- one day and said I I, I want to hear more about what you're doing and so we talked and uh, his whole thing is that yeah Charlie he said we need to quit spending time drawing cards for practice we need to quit dr- spending time with playbooks we need to quit spending time um, trying to out scheme one another if first down playbook can do what I think it can, then we're going to free coaches up to get back to the fundamentals of the game, and uh, mm-hmm. that that's been that's been his message the whole time about the the value of it. So, so yeah, circling back around to the youth the youth coaches, I, I think that you know you you've got to put yourself in the kids' shoes. Meaning, if I'm playing right guard. You know, how many things, if you look at it and you really spend time with it, you can break it down. How many things am I asking that kid to do? He's blocking down. He, you know, he's base blocking. He's pulling across center. Uh, what, what all do I have him doing? If you've got him doing more than six or seven things, you're probably dreaming a little bit at, at that, you, you know, know, at the youth level. You know, that's a good point, too, because I see they have all these different new things out, right, with these other football programs, like you were saying earlier, and other even other things that I'm not going to say, but they got one where you, you a kid has to play every position, right? If a kid right. plays every position at the youth level, okay, and it's a different type of football, smaller football, smaller field, all that stuff, if that's the case and he's going to be, like the one play has got to be lineman, next play is quarterback, next play could be running back, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. With our youth coaches, the biggest thing I always hear, like when you hear all the big, bad, negative things towards football, because, you know, football is one of those sports that is attacked, right? Um, Mm -hmm. They say it's education, right? Educating the coaches, right? But here's the thing. If we're not educating the coaches more and we're changing the game to instead of having, like, flag, and then, like, you know, my buddy in Texas has this extreme flag football that's really phenomenal, I think, and then make it, like, tackle – with with if you if you go from flag to football or flag to something else then the tackle, but if you're telling like like you said a guard to block a play four different ways or six different ways, and then you teach him running back, how do we know that coach that's doing that league 
is educated enough to teach that one kid at that young age six, 60 different things, if that makes sense. Right. No, it does. Because it's, uh, it's hard. It's really hard to say, hey, let's do this. But, you know, the biggest thing is like your, your, your playbook, right? With flag football, I can just go to your thing, boom. Now, I know you don't have any running plays for flag. I would love to, like, throw mine in there. That's okay. But, like, no, we have running plays for flag. Oh, you do? We, we, well, yeah, we just oh, we, we, we categorize our flag plays uh, by three ways on offense. We call drop back. Yeah, that's okay. No, we, we do drop back plays. We do quick game. And then we, we do RPOs. Because as we look at it, the, the run – a lot of the run plays, as we're seeing it, are run pass option, meaning that, okay, yeah, you, sure. can, you can predetermine it in the huddle if you're the coach. Like we've done the, you know, all of our five v five plays right now are NFL flag sanctioned, uh, mm-hmm. and there's only you know the quarterback can't run and, and and all that type of thing. But yeah, so if you run one of our uh, RPO plays, you could just tell the quarterback hand that ball off, or or you could tell the quarterback you fake that handoff and then roll boot away and throw the pass. Or you can, you know, if your quarterback is starting to get the hang of it, then what we do is we say read it. If you want to hand it off, hand it off. If you want to fake the handoffs, and 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 the thing we tried to do with flag football, and it's 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 good. It's a good uh, segue, as they say, to what we're talking about. Um, you know, because you're talking about essentially out there the the mantra is now, and I and I'm not. These people know a lot more about this than I do, but the Correct. the evolution is flag to modified to tackle now, and and I see I see merits with that, but. The one thing that you just said is, is very accurate. It's not just flag modified to tackle, in my opinion. It's what are we teaching the kids at every level? It's still Correct. important, Correct. And, and that's what you. That's, I guess what you were pointing out about the modified. So our our uh, our um, credo, whatever you want to call it, with flag is this. So <laughs> if you're going to play flag football. Uh, I, all for it. I, I, first of all, I'm not I'm not here to say uh, tackle, not tackle. What age? That there are people a lot smarter than I am about that. But if you're gonna play flag football, I think that the things that you can take from flag to the next level are okay. You can teach stance uh, as far as yep. field positions. You can teach uh, take off. You can teach how to run a route. You can teach assignment football, meaning that. If I'm the if I'm the right receiver and I'm running a curl route, I'm running a curl route. I'm not you know I'm not just out there running around. And if I'm the quarterback, I can actually go through a read progression. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna rotate the kids where the now the quarterbacks will go play the right receiver and, and all that. But if you're gonna do that, just like in modified, if you're gonna do that, it's exactly what you were just saying. If you were gonna have ten plays and play everybody at the same position the whole game. And now you make the decision that you're going to rotate the kids. You better get that ten plays down to four plays. That that, so, track, that hey, I, all I gotta say is, I, I mean, I'm not knocking any program. You know, like you said, we're not doctors. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a well. You know, I might be for soon because I'm I'm going to go back to school. But you know, my thing is this though: if you if you say like you said, you're going to have to make the plays a lot less. And then, you know, how do you know, or how are you going to run your practice plan? You know, how, how is that right. practice plan going to be? Because I, I think I'm pretty good at practice plans, right, Charlie? I'm not the, I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked a couple times, right? You've seen a couple of my, my practice right. plans in play. And I even have backup plans. You know what I'm saying? But if you're trying to teach, 
like let's say 10 plays, right? Because I know coaches are going to – I mean, I would go with 10 plays. But if you're doing, like you said, a different type of tackle football, then i got to teach – like if I have a smaller roster, yes. But how is that smaller roster going to master every single position before the first game unless I go five days a week? And you can't go five days a week because how I say as a teacher, you teach what grade they're in, right? So if they're in the mm-hmm. first grade – you get a minute of instruction. If you're teaching in fourth grade, you get a four-minute instruction period. And you know that's not the case with all those grades because you might have a couple kids on those teams that, you know, don't want to, like, want to pick the grass, look at the butterfly right. at the sure. youth level. But I, th- I think you said, like you said, 10 plays is great. You know, that's one thing I put in my Back to the Basics book that's coming out soon. I said, hey, you got to have a certain number of plays. And you know the number one play in youth football, get that toss. Toss or jet sweep. Mm-hmm. You get to the outside and you have someone fast. I'm telling you right now, you're going to thank us in the long run. There's the whistle. We're done with our kick return question. I think that was an awesome question, too. And before we go to the second drive, Coach, I just want you to know I'm, I, w- I was very fortunate. I know my brother's going to hate this if he ever hears this. But I, I was very fortunate. I remember calling him on the way home from Hallis Hall one time. I, I had an opportunity to do a mom's clinic with Mike Singletary. And I'm going to tell you right now, best guy in the world. I just want you to know that. He's phenomenal. Um, You know, I thanked him that day that he was there. My family was there. And uh, we got a picture with him even, too. And uh, the one thing I said to him, the first thing I said is I said, hello, Mr. Singletary. And he's like, oh, no, it's it's not, you know, you don't have to call me that. And then I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, because, like, he's like, you know, being a little kid in Chicago, watching him play. And I'll tell you this right now. And you probably know this too, Coach Coiner. He still could play. You know. He's <laughs> amazing, yeah. And I, I told him that too when we were doing the drills and he's doing the drills with us. I'm like, Mr. Singletary? And he's like, no, it's not that. You got to stop saying that, Stone. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I go, I'm like, you still got it. And he just chuckled and looked at me. And I go, I just want you to know my brother was here. He'd probably hug you right now. And he just, he just laughed. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I just wanted to tell you that. That was my Mike Singletary story. And, you know, he's a great guy, and, you know, a lot of his quotes, and, you know, the one thing I'm hoping, you know, and I, I, I want him to know this, if he ever listens to this, he should be a head coach. You know, he needs to get back as a head coach in the NFL because I thought he was doing great things where he was at, you know, and then, you know, it didn't work out. You know, hopefully down the road he'll want to do that again. And, you know, maybe I'll even say, hey, Coach Stone, guess what? You can be a water boy on staff. I'll be like, I'm right there, sir. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. But I'll probably well, say Mr. Singletary when I interview with him. Yeah, he, he really yeah. took me. Yeah, so, coach, okay. coach, coach is an extraordinary ambassador for the game in, in oh so many gosh. different ways. So oh, my it's, gosh. It's, I would, if, if he ever wanted to do a back-to-the-basics camp in Chicago, I'd be all for it. You know, and that's, you know, with my company, Back to the Basics, you, you talked about fundamentals. And, I mean, and I said it in my book, is everything we do, right, even now the new things that are going on in football, we always go back to the basics, if you ever notice. Like, we have this mm-hmm. new technology, new, new art of this, new art of that doing this, and then what do we do? We go back to the basics. And like you said, and that's why I say, instead of fundamentals, back to the basics. Um, okay, Coach, let's go to the second drive question, okay? Um, networking with coaches, okay? The one thing I do before we end this thing, I want to thank you for letting me write blog for First Down Playbook. So, like, when you talked about the blog.firstdown.com website, I, I've written seven blogs. You can search for certain coaches, too, in there. 
I know you had a couple sure. of coaches that have done blogs for you, um, but I want to thank you. One of them, the blogs that helped me get exposure, you know, with networking was um, it was every uh, offensive lineman even have a skill position, you know, and, you know, because that's, that's the biggest thing out there was, you know, a lot of, a lot of offensive linemen, you know, they would say, oh, these guys are, these guys are not skilled, right? But mm-hmm. that's not true because at the end of the day, all football positions are skilled positions. And I wrote that article, that blog for you, and I, I, I don't know if that was the most popular one I wrote for you, but I know I got a lot of feedback and a lot of linemen thanked me for it because here's the thing. The running back, the tailback, the quarterback, they can do everything, right? But without those five linemen, they're nothing. You know, being a former quarterback, I know that. Because if I ever went against Mike Singletary and he had an open shot at me, I probably would not be alive today. <laughs> you know, because he hit so <laughs> yeah. hard. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, he, he, he did a great job. But let's tell the viewing audience, you know, when you're networking with coaches, what tips or advice do you have with them about, like, trying to get their foot in the door, trying to get that next job, you know, or trying to be like you, like you said, you started with Mac Brown. I mean, that's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. You know, and then you went to Dick Duran with the Bears. Then you followed them over to Buffalo. You know, just give the co- – give, like, you know, this is for every level too, youth, high school, college, whatever. Just, like, give us some tips about just networking with coaches. It's, it's, a, it's a good question, and it's um, – I get it a lot, meaning uh, how, how, do I, how do I get here, how do I get there. And, and so – I just want to, before I before I go down that road, I want to um, make sure that, and I mean this. Like once again, I'm 50. I'm almost 58 years old, and I, the older I get, the more I understand. And that's one of the things that First Sound Playbook has helped me with a lot. The the best coaches are not necessarily coaching on Sunday, and, and that's and that's the absolute honest truth. Uh, they're not necessarily coaching at the college level either. I'm not saying that they're not. But I'm saying there are tremendous coaches at all levels out there, all the way to, to youth. I mean, there are people who have devoted their life to being the best youth football coach that they can be. And I've looked at things they do, and I'm, I'm blown away. I really am. Just like, wow, you know, the, 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 the things that you have to do in some ways are so much harder than the guy has to do when he gets a – third round draft pick. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and they get it done. So I just want to start with that, meaning that good does not mean, and then a lot of young guys think that good thinks like, okay, the good ones are here in the NFL. And then the ones that are almost that good are in college. It's not that at all. Um, but I will say this, I will say that uh, be realistic about your goals, meaning um I was fortunate from a standpoint I walked in the right office and Mike Brown happened to be there. But I'll also, um, without talking too much about myself, be honest, and I'm 57 years old and single. I've never been married. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons it's probably hard to find somebody to put up with me, but another reason is that I've really made it my goal to get to the um, NFL or major college football, and I was going to do whatever I could do to do that, and that included sacrificing family, and not necessarily, you know, not necessarily my mom and dad, but meaning that I was not going to start a family, 
in, instead of that. And so um, that's not for everybody. And in fact, I promise you it's not for everybody. And, and I'm, I'm starting there from the standpoint of if you're going to, if you're not everybody, but, you know, if you're a great player or you've got uh, somebody here or there to help you, it, it's one thing. But it's really, really hard just because of the numbers. There are, few, there are fewer NFL coaches than there are any other type just because there's only 32 teams. Uh, there are fewer college coaches than there are high schools because there's fewer teams. So my, my recommendation is that as a young football coach, sit down and, and, and really evaluate why you're in it. What, what are you looking for? Uh, do you want to have a family? Uh, do you want to spend a lot of time with your kids? Do you, um, do you want to stay married? Because there are a lot of coaches that don't when they, when they start down that path. So um, I think a lot of people watch TV on Sunday or Saturday, and they go, wow, that would be pretty cool. But, but it is a cutthroat, ruthless business at the NFL and the college level. You're making more money than uh, has ever been made before, but your longevity is about two years before you have to pick wow. up and move, move again to um, maybe, maybe you're lucky. Maybe you're only going to move two states over, but maybe you're going to be moving from uh, Miami to Seattle. There, there, there's no guarantee. So I, I'm starting there, <laughs> and I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to rain on the parade before we get no, to uh, no, you know, all, all the listeners just said, screw me. I'm hoping that they said no more, no more coaching, no more coaching. <laughs> well, I'm hoping what they said was that, and I, and I tell people this all the time. I, I, once again, let me and before I and, I and I do have some advice for people how to to network. But yeah, I'm great. on the phone. I'm, I'm on the phone with these coaches right now. We're talking. I, I was talking to a coach in Connecticut the other day, and he was exactly my age. And and I said. Uh, I said, Coach, I was just reading your bio, and uh, I said, 35 years at the same place, and he, you know, he's now the head coach. And he's like, Yep. I said, Coach, I got to tell you, you know, I, I, I'm not complaining about my career at all, but I'm sitting there looking at, and this guy's won like 300, so I don't know, it was like some crazy deal, like 200 high 200 wins, and <laughs> I'm going like, man. There, there's something to be said for the path that, that this guy took. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I, I, I just I, I got into coaching because of my high school coach. I know that he he changed my life. He he made me want to be him. So um, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot, a lot, a lot of benefits to uh, being a great high school coach, as good as you can be. And if you can, uh, if you want to be a head coach, great. If you if you don't, but being in one area and changing people's lives, changing kids' lives, and, and at the same time staying in one area and keeping your family intact, I think there's a lot to be said for that. But if Thank you, you. want to get if – you, if you want to network, my – and this kind of – I'll go back to just what I tell people, is that after you make your mind up, if you're, if you're just dead set on the fact that I want to be in the NFL one of these days or I want to be in major college football, to the advice I give – young coaches is you got to go get in the circle you want to be in. And I mean, mm-hmm. and I see people make this mistake all the time. They'll take a, they'll have a choice between, and it's not as bad as it used to be, but they'll have a choice between going, working 
for virtually nothing and almost for free at a major college place or and it used to be is now you can't even get in the door in the NFL it seems like but people used to turn down an NFL job because it just wasn't paying as much as they could make at this other school maybe it was a window ballet school or whatever but the way coaching works the way I've always seen it work is that you you network with who you work with and mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to get in the NFL the hardest thing is to get in the building I mean yes. if you oh, can, I know that yeah, I mean, yes right if if you don't get in the building you don't have, now once you get in the building you don't have it made because once you get in the building you better be the first one there and the last one to leave and um, you better master everything they give you, and hopefully somebody will give you more and more. And, and it's not complicated. Essentially, you want them to give you so much work that if you were to uh, leave, that they would feel the pain. And at that point, that's when you start, you know, getting opportunities to to get paid and to <clears throat> maybe get a promotion and, and get uh, different responsibilities. But it's really that simple, in in, in my opinion. Um, once again, not not being judgmental about which level is the right one to get into, but I, but I do tell people all the time that, you know, if you have an opportunity to to get in a, uh, a major college building or get in an NFL building, I don't care if they don't pay you. You know, you you've got to get in that building. Yeah. Well, you know what the NFL stands for sometimes not for long, right? Yeah, that's what it stands for all the time. <laughs> <laughs> unless, you know, unless, unless, unless Tom Brady's playing quarterback for you, that's what it stands for. So. Exactly. Um, you know, the funny thing, too, is like last, you know, we are just talking about networking. I asked you that question. Last, last year I was fortunate. My wife gave me a birthday gift, you know, to go to Clemson University's coaching clinic mm-hmm. during spring break. And I, I thought that, it was yeah. awesome because even, like, they just won the national championship and everything. But it was kind of cool that the, the assistant coaches there, treated every high school coach like a person. Yep. I mean, there was one time where Danny Pierman, you know, the assistant head coach there, let me mm-hmm. go into a room, him and, the, and one of the uh, a coach, I forgot the coach they brought in, but he was, from the, he was from the Midwest, like southern Midwest, and he was a really good uh, small-time college head coach. And they let me and us three talk for about an hour, just Xing and Oing, and me listening to them, like a sponge mm-hmm. was the greatest thing from that whole week, I think, you know, right. but I, I think like, you know, and I'm not bragging about Clemson or nothing, but I thought that program, what they did with those coaches, their coaching staff, treating the high school coaches like actual coaches. Cause I've been to some clinics and I've been to some college, you know, uh, clinics. I don't know. You probably been there too, right? Where it's just like they're there and then they leave, you know, they don't get right. the time of day where these guys actually gave every single coach, the time and day. So, you know, that's just my tidbit for networking. And I do want to thank Clemson Tigers for doing that last year. And then I even got a picture with Dobo Sweeney that even made him to icing on the cake. It was on my birthday. So that was yeah. awesome. And they, and they, once again, that's, they do that as well as anybody. It's the, you know, the recruiting part of it. And it's, it is, you, you Yeah. It's a, it's a different type of relationship, but, it, but in, in college athletics period, you know, but, particularly football, you need to develop relationships because you just never know. I mean, there's they, it, it's just amazing how, and if, if you don't, how it comes back to bite you right in the rear. You know, yes, the it does. Time you're, you're, yeah, the first sure time you're does, bad right? to somebody, no doubt. So, 
So yeah, I, and I think that's I think that's um, you know I just had a conversation yesterday with a former player of mine at the Buffalo Bills, and he's now coaching at Boise State. He's a GA, and uh, and it gets back to the networking thing. And he was like, you know, what should I do? I said, all right. I, I said, here here's the two things I'm going to tell you because this this I'm gonna call him a kid. He's he's got three kids, but he's really smart. And I said, the 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 first mistake that you can make is to not stay in touch with the guys you've made a relationship with until you need something. In other words, if, if I don't, if somebody doesn't hear from you for three years, don't bother calling them to try to help you, you know, for job recommendation. <laughs> I said, oh, you, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, right. You got to, you know, you, if, and, and, and I said, you, you've got to stay in touch with them, drop them a note, a phone call, or go attend one of their spring practices or whatever, but, but keep your contacts alive. And, and now we're getting into more of what you asked me initially about the networking part of it. Yes, yes. You know, if, if, you, if you do have relationships out there, keep them alive. I said the first mistake is that you don't do that, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call from somebody and go, like, I haven't heard from you in three years, but now you want me to give you a job recommendation because you want a job at Rutgers. Like, hold on. And I said the second thing that you could do that's wrong is to just bug the heck out of somebody all the time. Um, I said don't do that either. I said it's it's a natural balance between, you know, they have a big win. That's, you know, you got their number. Text them, congrats, you know, get out of their hair. Um, they have spring practice. You know, try to get in situations just like you did with Danny Pierman and, and the guys at Clemson. Try to get in the situation to where you're actually talking ball. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, those those type of situations are the best. And that's why, like, with the minority internships, I used to watch, uh, you know, my nine years in the NFL, and I used to watch how guys would approach those. And there, you'd have some guys come in and do the internships, and, and they were only going to be there for, you know, three games. But some of them would come in and try to impress uh, the full-time uh, coaches with their ability to coach and then some would come in and they would try to impress the full-time coaches with their ability to work meaning you know we would there's always in training camp there's always quality control guys that are up till one or two in the morning uh still breaking down the practice from the night before or, or you know whatever they're, they're they're trying to do way too much work and it was always interesting to me how some of these guys would come in and have an opportunity, and what they would do, they would all want to do the stuff on the field, but yet when it would, came time for the late night and the meetings were over with, it might be 10:30, and the you know the quality control guys were still there working, they they wouldn't jump in and help out with the computer stuff. I'm thinking, if you get a job in the NFL, that's how you're probably going to get it, is through the you know through the quality control. So. So anyway, that that's just one more example. I, I think that if you get in situations um, where you get to be around those guys, show them that you'll work, show them that you're not too good for anything, because odds are those coaches have uh, they've had their share of uh, you know the the grunge work that that got them there. Mm-hmm. The one thing with networking too, anyone that's listening. If I haven't called you in a couple of years, like Charlie said, listen, I have five kids, so I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 
Yeah, that's a full-time job there in itself. So, but Charlie, if you could, like, say Coach Stone gets a pass for at least, like, 10 years, that'd be great. <laughs> right. I know there's a couple of coaches I haven't called in two years. And listen, guys, listen, we, I just talked to a coach <laughs> I haven't talked to since August, just the other day on social media, and we, like, talked for, like, two minutes, like, about, like, 10, com- 10, like, you know, 10 texts, and he thought <laughs> it was the greatest thing next to butter, and I was like, sir, I'm so sorry I haven't. I, 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 I didn't forget about you. It's just, you know, got so many kids, you know. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it, Coach. I know you're busy. You always – you had that other one on the way when I last saw you. So. No doubt. I, yeah, we, we – yeah, I've never had any children, and you've got five. So I, I have no, well, really no idea what you're talking about. From if, you ever, if you ever want to come over, listen, yeah. my wife does a great job. I don't know. we we got to play zone defense, though, you know. But <laughs> she does she does a great job. She lets me, you know, she lets me do my back to the basics camps, you know, for all the youth programs, high school moms of football and things like that that I've designed, you know. And then, you know, you and I work with Jen Walter. She does an excellent job with the Gridiron Girls and her campus corner stuff. But, like, you know, it's just, you know, if it wasn't for her, I don't know how I would do it. And, you know, she's my biggest, biggest fan, biggest supporter. There's the whistle, Coach. Two-minute warning. you got a couple minutes. What do you want to leave with the audience listening right now? Well, the, the, to finish up from a standpoint of first down playbook, the, the great thing about these last four or five years has been I had an opportunity to coach for 30, and now I've gotten into the quote-unquote technology side of it. And it, it's, it's been interesting because I've seen the bridge and I've also seen the divide in the two. And, what, what First Down Playbook is trying to do is this. We're trying to offer both from a standpoint of we want to offer the football part of it to coaches, meaning that they can pretty much understand that if it's coming from us, uh, once again, we don't have all the answers and, and we don't know your personnel, but it is you know, grounded and backed by football people. But at the same time, we, we're in a different world right now. And if you think that you have the same talent level as the guy you're playing and you're not going to use technology to help you. And he is, you're going to get in trouble. And, and here's why nobody's going to, you know, you might have somebody talking to you about uh, uh, this app to help you call plays or this, that, and the other, but it gets down to the one thing that we all fight. I don't care who you are. And it's time. If technology offers you the ability to do things better, faster, and the other component is it allows you to relate to your player, which is a a millennial or a Gen Z kid, then you've got to consider doing it because if your opponent is doing it and you've got the same talent as you do, you're going to find yourself in trouble at some point because you might say, well, I'm not going to worry about that stuff. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to outcoach the fundamentals and technique. Well, you might. But the trouble is that his whole coaching staff is going to have more time to do it because they've actually found a way to, to get rid of some of the, the, the side work that uh, holds us all up from doing that. So my, my final deal here with the two-minute warning would be this, is that not, not just talking about first-down playbook because that's what we do, but I think that coaches, and I'm finding older coaches being more open to this in the last two or three years because you sit there and you go, okay, if a 33-year-old or however old can go coach the Los Angeles Rams and take them to the playoffs, 
who says a 30-some-year-old can't come over here uh, at North Schaumburg or whatever and, and take that program and do the same thing if I'm not careful. So I'm seeing a lot of older coaches, and I say older at my age, that are going, Coach, I'm kind of past it, but I see how people are using it to their advantage. I've got some younger guys on my staff that I want to visit with you. And so that would be my advice from a standpoint to coaches. And my advice to people in the tech world would be this, is to understand that if there are a lot of people in the tech world that don't create anything. All they do is facilitate what's already there. Uh, a good example and a very successful example is Huddle. Huddle is, is one of the greatest things to happen to high school football. But if you think Huddle, about it, there's nothing. Right. And, but, and it was done by people with no football acronym at all. I mean, they essentially took what we were doing that was so critical to our profession, meaning the ability to look at video, and they put it in the cloud, and they expanded it about nine ways from Sunday between recruiting and grandma wants to look at it, and now it's golf, and now it's Europe, and now it's soccer and all that. But the thing about it is is that they found something that was so critical to the industry, and they created a solution to driving across the county to exchange beta tapes or 16 millimeter, if you go back to guys my age, that they, it's, it's just been a huge success story. But if you're not careful, you look out there and you see people trying to create the same thing and they're doing mm -hmm. it and it's, it, the, what, they're, what they're trying to offer is not quite as critical as our video. And so I look at some other people out there and I, I go like, this, these, this group X and O Labs, I, I think they do a heck of a job. I think they offer uh, a lot of merit to the uh, coaches, and they're not very technical at all. But what they are is they're football coaches, and they understand that football coaches are always digging through, you know, the Internet trying to find articles on the best way to do this RPO or the best way to run this coverage. And so they're very similar to what First Down Playbook is. So I'll, I'll take it full circle and say that <clears throat> I think First Down Playbook is a great bridge between coaches and technology um, because, you know, we, we come from the coaching trees. We come from a coaching background. But at the same time, we've evolved into the technology through the NFL and coming through quality control and all that. And our mission is to try to make sure that we're – we're functional for coaches. In other words, don't waste their time. Don't, don't give them garbage. And at the same time, we're looking at coaches and going, be open-minded. You have to understand that if, if it makes you better and it lets you do it faster and it lets you relate to your kids uh, in ways that you haven't been before, then you've got to open your mind and consider it. So that's kind of who we are. Uh, you know, the one thing you said about huddle, the one thing I really liked that they came out with recently, I don't know how many years ago, it's a couple of years now, the huddle sideline for being a guy in the box, mm -hmm. that just helps out immensely. You know, seeing that where, like, you know, when I have a young, you know, they put a lot of young coaches up there with me, teaching the young coaches what to look for, it just mm -hmm. helps you out immensely. And then you, you don't have to worry about taking so many notes like you used to. Like you said, I remember being a college GA, and we had to drive four hours to just trade VHS films, you know. Yep. And then I remember right after that, the following season, they came out with these things called DVDs, you know. What are, what are those <laughs> yep. things, right? <laughs> yep. So, 
All right. Well, Coach Coiner, thank you for that for that two minute warning wisdom. Um, now we're at the end of the game. I want to definitely thank Coach Charlie Coiner for being the inventor of First Down Playbook. I want to thank you for being a guest on Coach Stone Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening to Coach Stone Podcast. I also want to give a shout out to JC Hawks Radio, JC Hawks Sports Network for letting me do this. Um, but I definitely want to say um, our next guest will be announced very shortly. Um, so, Coach Coiner, again, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. And, you know, all high school coaches out there, if you're a head high school coach, make sure if you have not gotten your free First Down Playbook 1.0, contact Coach Coiner at firstdownplaybook.com. See you later. Bye, everybody. Coach Stone Podcast.